Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts here as always, Kirk Smith, and my co-host... Graham K. How's it going, everybody? Hope you're good out there. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Comedian's Guide to Autism. I am one of your hosts, Graham K. Over there, uh, already mentioned, uh, Kirk Smith. Uh, we are not experts. We are just two guys trying to figure it out. This is We both have loved ones with autism. I have an autistic, a person with autism who is my brother. I almost screwed up again. It's been three years. I can't do it. I have a huge problem. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. This is why Michael Jordan could never play baseball. Um, and, and my friend over there, Kirk Smith, all the way in Los Angeles uh, on the other coast, he... Uh, has a an adult son with autism who is 19 on the severe end of the spectrum. And um, it's actually uh, coming up. Um, the article in the news segment of this podcast is uh, pretty pertinent to you, but we, we, we're just going to tease that, you know? We're, we'll, we'll bring it up later, but very exciting stuff. Man, you're a professional. You are a professional. Artie's given the tease. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Just tease it up. And also, um, going back to being professional, trying to be, uh, you could help us be more professional in that uh, we make money by doing this by donating to patreon.com slash autastic, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash autastic. Uh, and you, you can, on that website, you can donate a uh, dollar per episode uh, or five dollars an episode or there's a, is there a three dollar an episode uh, function Kirk there's honestly the, the way it's set up you can do it where, however you want there's a guy who's donating a dollar fifty awesome. an episode so hey I appreciate that that's <laughs> awesome and uh, yeah so you know that that that's uh, a very secure site it is the world's number one uh, uh, donate site uh, for things of this nature and uh, yeah, so we really do appreciate it. We've had a, a, f- a lot of people donating for a number of years now. And uh, yeah, if you feel like going down there and um, giving us a donate, uh, that would help us quite a bit. Keep it, keep it going. I don't know if you can hear the sirens back there in, uh, from Kirk's apartment, <laughs> um, but I can. And, uh, you know, he needs to move, up, move to a better neighborhood. Let, let's be honest. Uh, they'll be edited out they'll be edited out in post but uh yeah there are sirens yeah. you know this the, the dedication we have to this podcast we are could not be farther apart right now you are in halifax which is literally <laughs> an hour flight east of new york city yeah an hour, yeah maybe yeah, <laughs> and, yeah maybe uh, an hour and a half i'm in a different time zone than new york city i'm so new york city's on the on incredible. the ocean and i'm further east than that yeah. uh because North America is shaped like an upside-down Christmas tree, so Canada's wider at the top, and I'm way far east. I'm, there's a, I'm looking out my window. Uh, I'm not joking. Uh, I'm at the Weston Hotel in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and I'm looking at a a, uh, a lighthouse. I'm, I got I got the uh, uh, second. I'm in, I'm looking at the second, the world's second largest natural harbor. Uh, someone told me that yesterday. So yeah, wow. the other one is in like I think. Sydney or Melbourne or something. I don't know. Australia. Um, That's amazing. That's amazing. But anyway, um, looking at a lighthouse on the East Coast, and you are in SoCal, baby. So that... Yeah, I'm in beautiful Los Angeles this week. Um, I I got a great uh, note from my son. My son's out for... uh, for summer. You know, it's summertime, and so he's off his uh, school routine, and so he's uh, trying to adjust, and... uh, 
He is at the water most days. They're taking him down the water. I'm going to post an Instagram video today. Right. If you guys want to check that out of uh, him walking out on a pier, he likes his little... Uh, Sweden's like the land of uh, 10,000 lakes. Uh, if new listeners uh, might not know, my son lives in Sweden. He's 19 and uh, severely autistic. His mom was uh, had Swedish citizenship, and it turned out to be just the best option for him at yeah. this time so, to um, so he's he's to stay in this uh, full time. He needs full time care in this facility. Go ahead, Grant. No, I just uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. He's he's uh, he's killing it in Sweden. He, the th- the the land of a thousand lakes. Uh, is that isn't that Minnesota? Is is it is you you could call Sweden the Minnesota of Europe? Did we coin that? Uh, yeah. So Minnesota is the uh, is the land of ten thousand lakes. You're right, but uh, there's a lot of Swedes in Minnesota, so I think they might have stole that expression from Sweden. I'm not positive, but that's what I think. They probably did. They probably stole it from Sweden, uh, or the Swedes brought it over and gave it to them. Either or, uh, we found a connection. And also, there's this the the Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are Swedish. That's true. Wow, I'm I, I'm I'm getting my mind blown right now. <laughs> I'm also in Nova Scotia, uh, which means in Latin New Scotland. You know, so That's things right. are. It's almost as if Europeans came to North America and colonized it. It's very <laughs> crazy stuff. We're 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 breaking some crazy stuff out here on the Autastic Podcast. So he's out in Sweden right now, and. Uh, He's doing well. What are you guys still talking on the phone? He's, What's doing, going on he's with doing well. We're doing these uh, daily calls. He's starting to pick up. Uh, we do a daily call every day, uh, and he's starting to pick up a little bit of Swedish. I'm starting to um, really, you know, yeah. They'll they'll um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. His uh, caregiver will, you know, give him little prompts. You know, say hi to dad, and, and the prompts are always in Swedish. And I'm starting to notice some little little replies in in, in Swedish and little little you know little little stuff, but. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. You know, we did that. We had an article on our episode. Oh man, maybe about ninety about how being bilingual helps expand your mind and stuff. And, and uh, yeah, I'd be excited for him to try to pick up another little language. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking of going to France. Um, yeah, to do some shows, and uh, I know about I would say thirty percent of French. I could say, and um, I'd like to expand it. I'm also thinking of getting Rosetta Stone for Spanish. I want to be like, I want to learn one of those two languages. I have a lot of confidence in you, Graham. I think you can do it. I'll give you a little inside tip on how to learn Spanish, how I think the best way to learn Spanish is. You get on your Just say everything in English with a Spanish accent? (laughs) That's 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 what I've been doing. But uh, I was going to say, you get on the old Netflix watch a bunch of Spanish shows, and then have them on U.S. subtitles. So you hear the language, and then you read the English subtitles so you know what they're saying. And the thing is, sometimes you'll watch five hours of shows. It's like five hours of immersion, you know, because the time goes by fast if it's a good show. I think that's really a good trick. I really do. Okay. Maybe I'll do that. You know, if it's something you're really that's into, you can't help but to pay attention, and you're, and you're listening, you're listening, you're listening. And, you know, if you did that every week, you had a weekly show you listen to every week, it's like... It's not going to do anything but help, I'll tell you that. I think it'll be good for my brain elasticity because I don't think I, I, I'm a person with autism, but I do think that through this podcast, it has opened up my eyes um, to a lot of things. One of which is that it, there are family traits that carry on, you know? Yep. And uh, I, th- I think I have tinges of it. I really do. And I, th- I think... 
I think you have a few Maybe. little things. Yeah, I think a lot of us are on the spectrum a little bit. Yeah. I can't recognize faces. It's like, I don't, I don't know. Um, so maybe if I learn another language, I'll finally remember people's names and faces. This is a, my <laughs> huge plan. <laughs> I didn't want to say that I don't see the connection, but I was just like, okay, I'll just, I'll just roll with it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. See, I tie it all back because I'm a professional. Patreon.com slash autastic. Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's amazing. He's learning some Swedish. Like what words has he learned? Um, so he started saying, just he started saying dad, instead of dad, he started to say papa. They say like, you know, they just say dad different. They say, you know, it's a different language. So they say a lot of things different. And my Swedish is not good. Yeah. But uh, but I speak, I think I have a few little things, a few little things. And, I, you know, I recognize, uh, you know, and then, you know, uh, I love you is, uh, you know, Jag Helskade. So they try to get him to, they try to get him to talk a little bit. And so it's, it's good. His pronunciation, honestly, his pronunciation is not great. I've wondered if, um, I feel like with a lot of people <laughs> thought to him, there's a few things going on, but yes, yeah, pronunciation is not, not great, but, uh, I'm excited to see him the next month. Okay. I'm excited to see him. So it's going to be great. How's Pete doing? Pete's doing great. Pete's doing the same. Um, yeah, no real news there. Not, not, I, 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 uh, I honestly, uh, haven't talked to him, um, in a little while. He goes through these phases where he doesn't call me and, and if I don't call him, I don't talk to him, which is fine. It's just, he, you know, he's just, he's a very, he's an introvert yeah. and, um, he's not an introvert at all, but he can be, he, he, he can, he can sort of be a hermit, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I got to talk to him. I got to talk to him. He's, um, he's got a round of people that he communicates with. He's got his own little Rolodex. Yeah. He's he stealing your the, high school writes, friends. Yeah. He's stealing my high school friends. A long time listeners know that he's uh, completely stolen Mike Tomlinson from me. Um, <laughs> he's trying to, trying to steal. He's currently trying to steal Andrew Geddes. Um, yeah, so they you know they take him out and they hang out. It's awesome, uh, but he's got like he's got like you know the, like in terms of like he's probably got like thirty thirty five people, you know, f- friends of mine and their wives slash girlfriends that he emails, cousins, aunts, uncles, people who've married into the family, um, that he will just talk to on the phone and email. But he 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 puts it on his calendar. Because he's learned that he can't bother them too much. That's smart. So he'll actually. do like a, a w- once a month touch base. But he's got so many people that that's an email every day. That's great. And writing his e- his emails are you know very meticulous and well thought out, and they last. It probably takes you know that that's like one of the three things he's going to do that day when he wakes up in the morning he thinks i'm going to write this email and i'm i'm going to go to work i'm going to take the bus to work i'm going to go to work i'm going to come back i'm going to do laundry and i'm going to write this email and then i'm just going to go to bed and it takes him like a long time to write these emails and uh, and they and they're mentally exhausting for him um right. so i get, i think i'm just on the bottom end of the cycle right now in terms of his schedule if i you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> it's up to me to call him but you know to be honest sometimes i i don't call if he, he'll call me and, and he'll be like man you you'll be like 
Graham, I think you should start calling me sometimes. You should try calling me. And that I feel really guilty um, about that. But, right. um, you know, he's... It's just tough when you're busy. But I should figure it out anyway. But I, I mean, I, I, I guess I don't know how he's doing. I think it's good. And well, I'm you did talk to him last week. Answer. We've done this every week. And so I know you talked to him last week because we had an update. And I think, I think we interviewed him on this podcast. So I know you talked to him last week. So it's been a week. It's true. But, I, you know, that's not enough. He doesn't have enough going on. He needs to talk to more people. Yeah. And I should talk to him. I try and talk to him five times a week. Usually I talk to him about five times a week. And um, at least three. And I haven't in like eight days. So I'm a terrible person. Terrible brother. Um, my, uh, oh, you know, today. I know that he went. He went to. He went to the. I will. I actually will. Is this podcast is good for me? It's a good reminder. But he, he, he. I know that he went to the cottage and he helped. Uh, my parents have a little shack uh, north of Ottawa, and he helped uh, my parents uh, scrape the old paint off. Nice. And they pay him with. They pay him with food. And he accepts the payment. A couple of beer <laughs> brewskis with, with pops and some food. That's great. So that's this is the, the cabin yeah. that he wants to sell as soon as they die that he told you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well This is the cabin that my brother was like, Well, I think when mom and dad pass away, we should sell it. He 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 said that. He brought that up all by himself. I was like, Okay. <laughs> okay, man. Some good forward planning. I like it. I like his planning. I like that he's planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, what should we do in the news? Let's get into, into the news. This is exciting for you, Kirk. Uh, um, I'm, I'm very interested I mean, it's ob- in this. Obviously, I... you can't... Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's a bit of a delay. Go ahead, buddy. No, I just think that, you know, it's it's ex- it's exciting for you. It, it's... Uh, this is not... This is experimental science that we're about to read an article about. It's not... You don't want to get your hopes too high up if you are a parent with uh, with a child with uh, severe autism, but at the very least, it is hope that science is moving in the right direction. We are getting closer and closer uh, each week, um, and I've said this before. And uh, throughout the three years we've been doing this podcast, we've seen so much change. It's amazing, uh, so many advances. So, do you want to set up the article? Yeah, this is uh, on KPRC, which is a Houston uh, station. A 100-year-old drug gets new use treating symptoms of autism. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention estimates that, okay, we already know that part. Right now, there's no FDA-approved treatment for the disorder or its symptoms, which can include difficulty with social skills, communication, and repetitive behavior. That's why results of a small clinical trial in San Diego have grabbed the attention of researchers and families. Dr. K. Navox, Navao, Navox, maybe, maybe, a professor of genetics and Department of Medicine, co-director of the Mitochondrial and Metabolic Disease Center at the UC San Diego School of Medicine, suspected that the cause of autism might be metabolic dysfunction, where the energy molecules ATP is, quote-unquote, outside the cells. He researched more than 2,000 drugs and found that one might help. Navox tested one dose of suramin, S-U-R-A-M-I-N, in a clinical trial of 10 boys and found that five got the drug. So basically, it's a you know, blind study. 
Uh, children began to talk sometimes for the first time in se- sorry. Children began to talk sometimes for the first time in sentences in their wow. life. Boys who got cerumen had autism severity scores drop from eight point six to seven, the lowest point on the spectrum. They improved socially, language, and fine motor skills, and found relief from repetitive motions and fragmented sleep. Miles McLinery was in the trial, but did not receive cerumen, and he still wanted to help. I should generally be interested in the ability to find a way that people with the worst autism or struggle more with autism than I do to possibly be able to find a solution that can help them better communicate, he said. He now uses rowing to reduce the stress related to his autism. For those who did get the drug, Navox said most, but not all the effects wore off in eight weeks. Some children had to learn to tie their shoes for the first time, and other children had learned to unzip their jacket. Those fine motor skills were motor memory that they had retained. Wow. It's really amazing. Wow. So it's like a brief... First of all, if you didn't understand, uh, listeners... If you didn't understand the beginning of that article, neither did I. Uh, (laughs) Cells live outside something. I don't know. Um, But so it just sounds like this drug is potentially a, um, it's like a moment of clarity. It's like the fog lifts for a second, at least slightly, and you can learn things. It's still a clinical, clinical trials, and so I don't want to overhype yeah. something. But 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 this is how medicine works. You you start with clinical trials, and you do a small test, and then you expand it, and then you do it again, and then you test it again, and you do it again. So the fact that it's not uh, available to the public, or you know, uh, isn't in itself discouraging. It's uh, it's hopeful, I think. Yeah, I don't know exactly what when he describes what he's searching for when he says um i'm gonna have to do some research but when he says that uh he suspected that the autism might be a metabolic dysfunction where the energy molecule atp is quote unquote outside the cell i am not a uh mitochondrial or metabolic disease control doctor so i don't know exactly what that means (laughs) certainly um, not go ahead graham no, I said certainly not. <laughs> yeah, we aren't scientists, but it is interesting. Um, you know, we do have a lot of, uh, surprisingly, a, a number of uh, medical professionals in the field. We're curious to hear from you guys. If, you, if you've heard of this study uh, or you've, you know of the next, the way studies work is you have one successful study, then somebody else tries to replicate it, obviously. So if you know uh, another place that's trying to replicate this and where we are in this, we'd love to hear from you. Reach out to us on Facebook, or email us at autasticpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. Can you imagine, Um, like, I, I, you know, I'm even afraid to even vocalize this, but I can't imagine 10 years from now, my son would be 28, is that right, 29, and he mm -hmm. takes some medicine and starts to talk for almost the first time in his life. Now he says a few little like words, but he doesn't say sentences and he certainly doesn't convey any sort of complex ideas. Like, you know, after this, I'd like to go on a vacation in the summer or whatever. So I can't imagine like him taking some medicine and then it realigning his mitochondrial 
energy molecules to be inside his cells and getting him to speak. That would be just science fiction almost, almost like watching Star Trek. <laughs> and and Kirk. Yeah. And Kirk, how how more uh amazing would it be uh if when he finally started speaking uh it was only in Swedish and you had no idea what he was saying. <laughs> I'd have to learn. I'd have to learn. You'd I'd, have to learn Swedish. I'd pick it up. Uh, boy, oh boy. What's what's yeah. uh, What could be more productive in your life? Learn a language that only 8 million people speak. Sure, I'll learn it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll learn <laughs> Not even Swedes but make people learn Swedish. They're like, nobody speaks Swedish, no. just learn English. If a Swede and a Finnish person meet, you know what they talk? English. <laughs> That's true. English, yeah, <laughs> of course. All of Europe speaks English. I know. Uh, the Norwegians that's, that's and the Swedes understand each other, but the Finns are completely on their own. The closest thing to Finnish is what, Hungarian, they say? <laughs> Hungarian, oh. yeah. How about you? What, yeah. what would you think? You think this would... Uh, Pete already speaks in full sentences, but um, thoughts? Yeah, I, I I, mean, obviously I have no idea. I... I I just don't think that there is anything out there. It's it's that could help a, somebody like my brother um, at his age um, and where he is on the spectrum. I think that he can, like all of us, can work hard and improve the engine that we're given, like the brain that we're given. You know, tune it up and. Yeah and all that and like you know like or work out a muscle like you work out a muscle in a gym but i i i think that it's it's more this sort of science is more applicable to somebody who is completely nonverbal like your son who just seems to be locked in yeah not to like in, in put everybody in like little boxes but honestly i'd love for and this sounds crazy to you i'm sure but i'd love to get my son to where your brother's at <laughs> seriously though uh, of course. So of I'd course. love for and your, I, that, your son, my your son. I'd love for my son to send me letters. You know, where the PS is longer mm-hmm. than the than the main uh, bit of the of the letter. Yeah. <laughs> for but, sure. Yeah. And 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 we as a family, my family, my dad. As soon as he started working with people with special needs, my father started you know volunteering, getting members of boards and all this, and donating his time and money. As soon as he started doing that, he was like, we're so lucky, Graham, that Peter is the level he's at. We're yeah. so lucky. It gets more complicated, can, you yeah. Know, you know, we, you know, my, there, there's that initial sad part when he was like nine. Yeah. And you're like, this is it. Ten years old and you come to the realization this is probably it. You know, but we're, we're very thankful that my brother can live on his own and at least can keep fish alive for a few weeks before he kills them. Um, <laughs> Lives on his own, know. though, but he's got his own interests, you know, whether it's Star Trek yeah. and, and Star Wars. Not Star Wars. What is it called? Star Wars. Star Wars. Don't don't mess that up. Sorry. Star Wars come after and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and the Marvel stuff and, and you know, having a job mm-hmm. and trying to make friends and, yeah. But you know what? It's funny how you're like, one of my biggest... One of my biggest... Uh, uh, goals for your son. You said was that you know for he, him one day to say I love you, which uh, is is a beautiful sentiment, and 
I hope one day it can happen. Um, and I, I have a lot of hope for you, Kirk, that one day it'll happen. Um, but my, my brother um, does not tell me or anyone that he loves them uh, <laughs> just because he's a wasp. <laughs> Fair enough. He is my father's son. <laughs> so... Like when I say goodnight, say like when I get off the phone with my parents and we're like they're on, you know, they're on like the same line, and I'll be like, my mom will be like, I love you, honey. I'll be like, I love you too, mom. Uh, am I? Uh, or I'll be like, I love you guys. My mom, my mom will be like, I love you, honey. And my dad, I'll be like, bye bye. <laughs> doesn't say I love you. <laughs> same thing with my brother. My brother's the exact same. My dad handed down the same. Scottishness to well, him. I love the, like, I love I'll be the like, idea you, of your mom and your dad on different lines, and your mom's like, I love you, son. And then it cuts to your dad, like, <clears throat> All right, I'm glad you're having sex with women. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, well, he doesn't say that. He would never say the word sex. He would uh, never. <laughs> he, I thought one of your bits just, was like, You have a bit where uh, he won't say I love you because you think it makes him sound like he's gay. <laughs> Well, I think that there's some in the in that sort of like there's something about that that generation and and that like white Anglo-Saxon Protestant um, where like opening up yourself to emotion. Well, I think it's about you know, as a sign he sees of you as a man, and so it's like men don't yeah. talk to each other like that. But the part that's com- no. that he's forgetting is you're his son, so you're not just some man where you're saying I love you to some man yeah. in the street. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> but my brother has been handed that down. I'll be like, "I love you, Pete. You're a great brother." And he'll be like, "Okay, thank you. Bye. Thank you for your consideration. <laughs> great. Bye bye. <laughs> okay." It. Or I'll be, I'll be like, "I love you, Pete." And he goes, "Okay," <laughs> and then hangs up. I think I heard it in that interview, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Of That's course. Great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's my bro. Um. Should we? Uh, did we do it? Do we do another episode? We did it, guys. Guys, um, this week I am at the Comedy Store uh, Friday, Saturday uh, in beautiful Los Angeles. Next week I am at the Improv in Oxnard, California for a few weeks. And a few weeks. A few <laughs> shows. <laughs> you can catch me before I uh, go down south to, to Ecuador. And then, as always, uh, Edinburgh Comedy Festival this summer. Come out if you're in Edinburgh and stay tuned for uh, Australia dates. I just booked some Australia stuff. Graham, what do you got going on? Man, you got a lot of stuff going on right now. Very exciting. I'm proud of you. Thanks, Very man. proud of trying you. Trying to hustle. Trying to hustle a little bit. Okay. We should tell, uh, well, we good, tell the people I'm about the, the screenplay I made you read that I need to rewrite, but uh, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, you wrote a screenplay about what you went through in the past couple of years with uh, everything. Um and it it was really hard. It was really nice. It was really nice. And Dark it's comedy. gonna be great, man. Just keep keep at it. Keep at it, buddy. Uh, yeah. As always, folks, I uh, go to Comedy by the Graham. That is my website for show details. I am gonna be back in New York doing a bunch of shows next week. Uh, this weekend, I'll be at the Yuck Yucks Comedy Club in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Very east, very far away from Southern California. And that that's about it, guys. I'll be headlining oh, I'll be headlining uh, the downtown Toronto Yuck Yucks um, on the first 
week of August, guys. That's a big show. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'll be running my uh, my new hour by then. I got a new hour. I'm going to be recording an album at the New York Comedy Club uh, this November. So we're just rounding the edges on the material and going to have a big album recording in New York coming up in November. It's uh, going to be about uh, a lot. Of, it's going to be about my uh, my my breakup with my ex and um, living you know living with uh, women and stuff. You know, want to hear the title? Let's hear. It. What do you got, buddy? Of my album, Girlfriend Material. Ooh, got the double entendre there. Um, anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, I'm at. Um, Instagram K on Instagram and Mr. Graham K on Twitter uh, and you can uh, write to us at autasticpodcast at gmail. I think Kirk said that earlier in the podcast. Right? Yep. And you Is can reach it? me Kirk Smith Comedy Instagram Twitter Snapchat Facebook Send me that like. I'd love to get you on the old mailing list. <laughs> Guys, have a great week. You can do it. <laughs>